Thank you for listening to the Wannabes 1v1 series, where Wasabi and myself, JD, talk to some of our favorite players, commentators, or content creators in the Melee community. If you support us, give us a follow on Twitter at SSB underscore wannabes with one E. There you'll find links to our Discord, our YouTube videos, as well as getting notified on whenever the new episode is up. Anyways, enjoy the show. Um, all right, welcome everyone to the next episode of the 1v1 interview series, this time featuring a good friend of mine, Nico Ryobeat Rodriguez. What's up, Nico? Yo, what's up, Will? Yo, so thanks for coming on, dude. Like, I've been wanting to have you for a while and everything. But uh, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. I'm, I'm happy to, to be on the show. I think that I haven't done an interview style like content piece in a long time so i'm super excited to just talk because i feel like the last time i did an interview was like a couple years ago and i feel like a lot of my stances on melee are pretty different my like my position in the game is different mentality and stuff like that like i feel like i've changed a lot as a player in the past couple years so it's cool to like put it into like spoken word pretty much that's sick that's sick like what do you think has been like i guess like let's start there dude like what what's changed a lot since like you sort of over the years like i know like you've mentioned like i know we were having a conversation at like omega about like this sort of like imposter syndrome thing like do you think that has been the biggest change or has there been other things yeah i think that's that's one of them so like for reference to to viewers that don't know this conversation about like imposter syndrome basically like i think that before I didn't really think I was good despite getting good results and like I think that kind of held me back a bit not because like like my it, it doesn't like mentality doesn't change your skill or anything but it does change like how like positively you look at yourself and then how you can let yourself play to the best of your ability and I feel like before like for the most part before like this imposter syndrome discovery was like only as a couple months but it happened at Omega where I beat Professor Pro and when that happened like like I think for the first time I like during the set I was like oh wait a minute this is just a fox like I can actually do this like this is super possible and stuff and like like Omega was like a really big uh result for me in terms of like bracket and wins and stuff like that and like I lost to Slocks and Darktooth and for the first time I was like no like I think I can beat them too. I don't think this was good enough, which I never would have told myself before. I think before I would have just like taken my one win and like shown it off and been really happy about it. But now I'm kind of like, I can do a lot more and expect a lot more of myself. Not in a, not in a way that like beats myself up, but in a way that's just like, I know I'm capable of these things. And I think a lot of this change comes from the fact that like, before my view of mentality was like this whole thing of like, a process of like doing deep breathing, telling yourself it's okay to lose and positivity and all this stuff. And I think a big problem I used to have was just like, I would stop factoring in the game itself and like the actual skills you need to win. And so I would walk away every loss, every win. I would be like, well, today I just prepared well and that's why I won. Or like, 
I kept my composure or like I did this, that, and the other, but I would never examine my own play. And like, if obviously like that type of mentality stuff is important and it's good to learn, but it should not come close to 100% of like what your thinking space is when you're playing. Like, should be mostly the game. Like when I walk away from a tournament, I need to tell myself like, these certain edge guards didn't work. Like this neutral game pattern is bad. Yeah, I got a little nervous and like I'll focus on like taking some deep breaths in between, but that's like secondary to uh, learning game mechanics itself. Yeah, dude, I totally feel that. Like, it sounds like you're just like, like you're being a lot more like objective after like tournament losses. Like, like you're really nailing the points, like like what worked, what didn't work, and then like working on like all the errors that you see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I super agree. Like, think like a year ago, everyone used to just say like I had the worst edge guards, and now like I think edge guarding is one of my better suits. Same with punish game. But now my neutral's a little worse, but, like, I feel like a lot of the weaknesses I had are kind of, um, they're, like, flipping with some of my strengths, which is not saying that, like, I've figured out every problem that I have, but it is saying that, like, I'm accurately finding weaknesses and addressing them, and I think that's really good and healthy, and I think that's led to a lot of success this year. Yeah, dude, you've kind of been on fire, like, not on fire, but, like, you've been really doing well in, uh, since, since like, 2019. Like, you know, you got your first top 100 win at Genesis, and it just keeps on going from from there. Do you think, mm -hmm. like, anything else changed besides, like, the, like, not, like, it's, it's you know, like, more like the self-belief that, like, you know, you're holding yourself to a higher standard. You're holding yourself to, like, what a, what you should be playing at at, like, top level and stuff mm -hmm. like that do you think like anything else has like changed or anything that you've noticed since like you know you've been playing for a while and like you've you're like six years in now in the game right i think seven and a half. <laughs> oh wow yeah I, I can't believe i'm like a veteran of the game being young at the same time like it, it's such a weird like cognitive dissonance thing mm -hmm. um but i'm trying to think of other things i've changed it was mainly that like outlook on the game being more objective and like Honestly, just, like, I think I've been grinding this year more than ever, and, like, I think I also had, like, a newfound understanding of, like, what I want from the game, because I think there's also a good point that you and me have talked about before, um, that also applies to you, where it was, like, um, so since Nebs died, obviously, like, New York City Melee has been really, really dead. Yeah. And, um, it's been rough, like, um, I used to go to tournaments with all of my my like immediate circle of melee players which would be like smuckers vino emily jib like that type of crew oh and jojo and mm -hmm. like like i would go with them a lot and that th now they all kind of like dropped out of the game because of like uh in new york it's so hard to play they have like other things they want to focus on and like around november of last year i was kind of like there's nothing to go to and i like would randomly go to like Aeon. Um, I would randomly go to Aeon, like which is two hours away and lots of money just to like play Dr. Lobster in a 13 entrant bracket. And I would just be like, oh, this is so hard to compete. Like, what am I doing? And like, it, I really started to feel it, at, especially after Big House, because Big House was one of my best performances at a national in a long time. I beat, I got like 25th, beat mm -hmm. Magi. And 
lost game five to nine and lost the F bat and like I was really happy and motivated there, but I was also like really lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in a melee sense, where it was like I, I went to Big House all by myself and like my the people I stayed with obviously were homies. It was like from Long Island and Super, but like they weren't like my close like training partners. And so I felt for the first time what it's like to be alone in a competition as opposed to like it's this big group effort like back in the Nebs days. Um and so it really made me re-examine, like, what's the point of practicing if, one, it's really hard to go to tournaments, and, two, I have no one to practice with. Like, no one wants to play with me anymore. And so I had to think about it a lot. And um, and I, I, bet, I basically just came to the point of, like, telling myself, like, if I don't play this game, like, will I still be fulfilled? Or, like, could I find other fulfillment in a similar way, like some other competition, some other thing to fill the the joy that I have playing Melee. And I feel like the answer for me was no. Like, I feel like there's nothing that's like Melee. Like, I don't have a competitive thing, a sport, or some other type of craft that I'm really, like, grinding super hard, and it lets me be competitive and stuff like that. And sure, like, I have to do it more alone these days because no one really plays around here. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, the game is too good and what it provides for me is something very unique. So I was just like, you know what, like I'm just going to try super hard. So it was also that reassessment of my own goals that allowed me to just kind of like push harder and see the value in like sitting down and practicing or like every time I go to a tournament, I'm like alone going two hours one way. And like, I think when you're making those type of commitments, you know that like you should be playing. Dude, I totally feel that. Cause like, it seems like since Nebs died, there really only been like, <clears throat> man, uh, there's really only like four players that have been like really actively traveling out of the city to like tournaments, like whenever they can. And it's like you, me, Hacks, and Big Kid. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of interesting because it's like we all like do our own thing and we all like say hi to each other, but then we all immediately still go back to like the lone wolf sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. at the same time which is really interesting right like you'll do your thing hacks will be in a corner playing melee Layden's mm-hmm. listen to music and i'll be like walking around or warming up or something like that mm-hmm. but it's definitely like really changed like how i sort of like view the game as well like being like a little bit older like i'm sort of in the same spot where it's like what you know like is there anything else i want to do or like do i want to focus on like my work or you know like relationships or like you know do other shit and like i still sort of came to the same conclusion where it's like nothing kind of beats melee so it's like about like how does melee like how can i still incorporate melee like in my life and everything Mm -hmm. so that like i can still be like as competitive and like try to keep up and improve like with the other grinders of tri-state being or like with yeah the other grinders of tri-state and like Specifically in New York, it's, like, you, Hacks, and Big Kid. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird, like, not having, like, the old days where, like, I could, like, hit up ten people and get, like, a five-person fest in, like, two hours. Exactly. Exactly. It's so – it's just, like, the climate's different. And I didn't even think about that concept of, like, even though we're at the same tournament, we all have our own, like, Lone Wolf vibes. And I, like – I think it's, like, unintentional because it's, like, I think we've just kind of internalized that this is how – this is the scene of New York. Like, we don't really have that same, like, camaraderie because mm-hmm. of the lack of nebs. And it's not that, like, you, me, Hacks, Big Kid don't cheer each other on, but it's like, well, like, now that 
no, we're, it's like it's not happening on a bigger scale. We're just kind of like, well, screw the the camaraderie thing. We gotta just work on ourselves for now, which sucks. Um, not that like I wouldn't cheer for you guys. It's just a matter of like changed culture. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It's like back in the day, you got you could play anybody you want, and like it was so much easier. And like we would have these big fests of like eight to ten people on a late like late on a weekday and shit or sometimes Friday obviously. Yeah. Um and we would just play really really late and long and stuff like that. But now it's like it's just like you struggle to find just one person to play in person and sometimes even when you ask to play that person in person like they um they they're not as serious. They're clearly like you're getting someone that like kind of there because it's like fun for him but not because he want he or she wants to like get super good you know mm-hmm. yeah, dude. yeah it seems like i know we were talking about this like uh one like the last time we hung out it's like it's tough to find like before like melee was like you could get great practice and then like chill for a few hours and like hang out with friends but it seems like more now like while we're all friends it's like because it's so rare it's like such a rare resource to get good practice it's like you have to choose between like, oh, am I gonna chill mm-hmm. now, or am I gonna like practice for today? Mm-hmm. And it seems like such a bigger. There's a lot more like weight to it now than before. Yeah. No, I super agree. It's like you really have to pick and choose. And yeah, most of the time it's like not serious melee. Like obviously, you and me practiced last Wednesday, and like that that was the first time I really like sat down alone with someone and was just serious for a bit. Because it's like, so I live in a smash house now, which is awesome. And I live yeah. with friends. Um, that being Smuckers, Emily, uh, uh, Kilohertz, Jesse. you know. Yeah, and uh, Jib. Jib. And it's like, I love all these people, and they're really fun to play Melee with. But, like, yeah, there's some times where it's like, I, I want to play, and then, like, everyone else will get on the setup, and then, like, everyone's talking, and there's, like, eight th- different things going on, and it's like, man, it's hard to focus. Um, and also, like, I don't know, just just get a little bit more serious, especially in that environment. So, like, I've been playing a lot more Melee, but a lot of it has been B... Or, like, not BS, but, like, definitely more relaxed and not as, like, focused working on, like, certain habits. Um, but yeah, yeah but I don't like, know. Oh, wait, oh wait. what are you going to say? Oh, I you was going to say, like, uh, like, I think that, um, I don't know what it's going to take for New York to, like, come back to that type of place. Honestly, it's probably going to be, like, a venue... Um, mm-hmm. but, um, even so, like, like with the hacks local and stuff, you can look at the entrance and just see that, like, or like, if you know the players personally, like most of the players that enter the locals these days for New York are just like half retired people. Yeah, exactly. It's like the one foot's out the door already. And that's like yeah. not bad. Like, you know, melee, I think is beautiful. Cause it's like, you can take, there's like, I like to think of it as a highway and like, you can. Mm-hmm. There's always an exit for everyone, right? And whatever that exit is is right for them. Mm-hmm. But like as a like a competitor and everything like that, like it like there you want to play people that like are fully committed to the game with you because mm-hmm. it's just like that's what pushes you. Like being like I remember our friendlies like you know you you know you beat me a lot in like even in the last sets, but like there was so much adaptation and. I feel like that's what you don't get when people are, like, playing with, like, half a foot out the door. It's almost, like, mm-hmm. half-heartedly. Like, they're playing their, like, base style, but there's no, like, sense of, like, let me switch this up to, like, fuck them up even more. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's like there's no urgency to their play. Like they don't need to make a change or they don't – or if it's last block, they don't need to like try super hard to get the win. It's just like, well, if I don't win, like it's okay. Like I, I'm not going to play for another couple of weeks anyways. Or if I do get the win, that's cool. But again, <laughs> not going to play for another couple of weeks, so it's fine. And it's just like, yeah, there's not a lot of – not a lot of incentive or um, urgency from a lot of players, which, like, again, like you said, we can't really blame these people. Like, they, they're adults. They they need to do their own thing and stuff. But I do think a lot of it is also just from the fact that we lost Nebs. Like, I think a year – I mean, now it's more than a year, obviously, of no Nebs is just, like – it's, like, yeah, it's a great time to reconsider, like, what are you do, what are you doing with this game, especially when it's not convenient? Like, can people really justify, like, two hours of – commute or one and a half hours of commute one way to get to a tournament in order to practice and be good and a lot of people would know and then what happens subsequently is like because of that they like they uh, when a local finally does come up they've already kind of like given up on the idea of like becoming good for themselves and so they just kind of do it for fun yeah i always saw like nebs dying as like an opportunity to like get a jump like both when nebs died and when ultimate came out i was like mm-hmm oh, this is a chance for me to, like, level up while other people aren't. Like, just from sheer amount of, like, inactivity. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. Oh, it's so man. true. Yeah. But, like, it's, re- you know, talking about, like, scenes, like, you know, you look at, like, Jersey with Spectrum. Like, it really lifts up, like, so many people, so many great players have come out of Jersey within mm-hmm. the last year because of, like, their local scene and stuff like that. Like, Like, I remember, like, that's why I love going to Spectrum and, like, you know, I got home at like one o'clock on Monday because I went to the last Spectrum, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a great showing. I lost a really close set to like Itai, and I lost to Arton. Um, and you know, on the train I was like obviously a little uh down about it, but like, would I go to Spectrum again? Like, would I do that like two hour trip back alone, then like get into Penn Station to for like another hour trip back to Brooklyn? Like, one hundred percent. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, where the players are at that, like, I actually want to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think New Jersey is, like, becoming, like, a baby New York in the sense of, like, how, like, how intense their competition is. And, like, obviously, like, I mean, I, I don't mean to shit talk them, but I think New York has, like, a higher density of good players. Um, but, like, you look at New Jersey in terms of, like, where they were two years ago versus now, like, all of their players are, like, really, really capable of beating other people on the tier on their own power ranking. And I think, like, another year of Spectrum, and, like, they could have the same level of players as New York. And I think that level of play of New York, like, is a lot attributed to, like, Nebs and stuff. And, like, a lot of the top players here have been playing for, like, 10 years, whereas most of the top players in New Jersey outside of, like, Swedish and, like, Tusainis. Well, actually, Tusainis is a different case, but, like, most of the players there have not been playing for a long time. They're all very new. And so it takes a while to, like, develop that skill as opposed to New York. Like, we've kind of had, like, veterans the whole time that, like, are all in it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think another year of Spectrum, like, they're definitely going to be really, really good. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, look at, like, some players, like, that came out of nowhere. Like, Acidics, right? Like, that Marth player. Yeah. He's super good. And, like, he could be, like, you know, he he could be really scary in a year for sure. He's scary now, so... You know, right. want to just give him that respect. But, yeah, like, I think also another thing I was thinking about is, like, the need for, like, new blood in mm-hmm. New York. Like, I can't remember the last time, like, it still feels like 
like can mm. you remember like the last like big like new kids on the block feeling sort of in new york like i can't think of anything past the like the arcadian class of last like of the last nebs arcadian right like the mm-hmm. whisker like it was like i remember this class of like it being like and like it's really sad because like i'm gonna name these names and like half of them don't play that actively anymore but it was like i remember it was like big kid me whiskers nerd nation joe young mm-hmm. uh and like a bunch more, like jojo of course yeah, and like yeah. those were like the new bloods right like you you know you had the old guards like g dj and like cody and tusain are like kind of in their like weird own thing because they've mm. you know but like those were like in my opinion like and wild of course too like yeah that was like the new blood right in in yeah. tri-state and like now a lot of them like do their own thing which you know you're very and i'm very happy for as well but like i can't remember like oh and miso of course in there too but um i kind of remember like anyone after like miso really that has like come into the scene and has like actually like injected a little like energy into it you know just from Mm -hmm. sheer like let me like try to fuck these guys up yeah no i super agree i'm actually looking up the uh the arcadian thing right now or the arcadian bracket and obviously vortex vortex um but like Equal doesn't play anymore. Nation barely plays. JoJo barely plays. Guava doesn't play. Whiskers is in school. You're still here. Joe is uh, not playing. Yeah, Joe Joe doesn't play too, which is super sad because he's my roommate. Yeah, right. Um, Haas doesn't really play that much. Chooper doesn't exist anymore. Kami doesn't play. Wild. Baby Bird, not really. Artie, no. <laughs> Sun, no. 47. Like, all of these names, Lumble, no, DDZ, no, Iram, like, Jesus Christ. I can't believe how many of these I'm all saying no for. Like, I'm I know. just going through the results thread. Uh, the, all right, I found one, nerd kind of place. <laughs> nerd kind of place. I, the only person I disagree is um, Haas kind of place still, too. He's yeah, just in Rockland. So Rockland is a different issue in itself. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, he does kind of play. But yeah, all yeah. these players are just like... I don't know. They don't play. Like, where did Delvey go and stuff? You know. Oh, he's playing um okay. Eunice now. Oh, he's a Eunice player. Yeah, he, he likes Eunice, and he had to like stop playing a little bit because of like SAPs and stuff. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. And then like he hasn't come back since. But right, like we have a guy who beat Cobol. Yeah. Th- that stopped playing. <laughs> I know. He was he was sick. He had a lot of potential, and like. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, I literally, 80% of the results that I just read from our Arcadian don't play anymore, and that's, like, so depressing. I know. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I just think there's no way to really cultivate that without a local scene, and I think a lot are, like, there are people who used to disagree with me on this and say, like, oh, well, Netplay's really good for training, and then eventually they come out of Netplay, and then they, they become good, and I I don't think that's true, like... Like, even the Netplay Warriors, right? Like, IBDW and Tuesday, like, they went to locals and they paid their dues. And, like, yeah, they started off Netplay, but, like, I feel like tournaments is what brought them back. Like, it's the competition that they beat people. And they also see, like, the culture of people that want to get good and want to beat people. Like, I know Tuesday used to talk to JoJo back at Style Points when they were both scrubs. Like, oh, man, I wish I could be in top eight of a Nebs and, like, how cool that would be. Um, And Cody, obviously, from uh from upstate wanted to like be really good in new york city because like his area wasn't as good 
Um, and like, yeah, they cared about tournaments. Like, sure, they didn't off the bat go to them. Like, they took some time, but like once they were in it, they were in it. Um, but if for the most part, that's also because they're incredibly, um, they're incredibly like motivated to become top players. Like, we don't even need that. We just want people that like want to get good for themselves and like take their time and like. They could be local good players, you know. They don't have to travel to nationals if they want want to. They just we just need more people in the community. But like, without tournaments, it's like if you're on net play, it's like why not just stay on net play? What's the point of going all the way to like a SmashCon or a Shine if you can just stay home and play net play when you like and then go hang out with your friends after? Yeah, I definitely feel that. I think it's like the the thrill of competition that's like the biggest like thing like. Do you love that feeling? Like, and even if it hurts, like it's like something that you can't like not experience. Like, you know, like um, I was thinking about this on Monday, uh, on Tuesday, yeah, mm-hmm. just yesterday. Like, you know, I I had like I wouldn't say I had like a disappointing spectrum, but like it was like the first spectrum where like I came really close to Etai, like was up two stocks to one game two to close it out, and then lost game three last stock. Um, mm-hmm. and then, like, lost to Artan afterwards, um, also a good player, but, like, it was the first tournament where, like, I sort of maybe slightly underperformed or, like, didn't actually get, like, a good win because I've been, like, a little bit on a hot streak, and I just, like, forgot what that, like, stinging feeling felt in your heart, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was just, like, and I'm, like, man, this sucks, like, because, you know, like, I had, like, the Hacks nightclub, which, like, didn't count, obviously, but, like, still being big kid like throwing moon and like being like panos and then like the next spectrum i beat flex and panos like like i forgot what it is like i haven't felt like that just pure stinging feeling and there's nothing to be like well at least i like did beat so and so and i was just like damn but like as much as it hurts like i wouldn't trade that feeling Mm -hmm. you know and i think like that's the thing like it's almost really addicting in, in a sense right and I feel like without that, like, you don't get that from that play. And that play is great practice, but, like, you know, you know that, like, when you go home sad or ne- or when two goes home sad or hacks or or Cody, like, there's that, that, there's that feeling in the heart where it's, like, next time, next time that won't happen sort of thing. Right, exactly. It's, like, part of this thing is, like, is good because it's, like, I feel like the initial sting should – it depends what everyone's, like, sting feels like. But for me, when I lose like that, like, first, I'm obviously pretty upset at myself. Um, and then after that, um, we will, I don't know. Like, after that, I'll just be like, God, I wish I could enter the bracket right now. Or I wish I could rematch those guys right now. Like, that was a fluke. Like, I want to play again. There's no way I lost that. Yeah. Um, and then when I get home, I'm just really angry. And I use that anger to just be like, okay, like, I want to, I, I want to, like, slap out this character a lot, and I really want to, like, fix these mistakes, and then when I show up the next day, like, I'm less, I'm more serious, like, I don't talk to people as much, <laughs> and then I just kind of go ham and try to do my best, and, like, a, a big example of that is actually, um, Fable, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird, because I think people, um, I don't know, I think people, like, know about Fable beating me two times. Yeah. Uh, those are the only two times he played me. It was like a two last no. Yeah, two last hit games. Or last yeah. hit and I lost both of them. And I don't think people know how salty I am about them because mm-hmm. 
like um well one i feel like i've been kind of shitty versus chic these days um two like fable plays an incredibly defensive and campy style and it can be really frustrating to deal with and three lots of people I, i've had like lots of conversations with melee players about chic peach and like mm-hmm. in general like i think everyone c- can attest to that annoying feeling from some people when they suggest that if you simply do one thing you win type of thing um they try to like super romanticize how easy a matchup should be if you just fix one one part of your matchup oh yeah i hate that yeah it's like oh if you just up running up smash this character then you should be fine like you just don't up smash and then every time you lose they're just like ah you see you didn't do running up smash right and it's Mm -hmm. like and it's like you can't tell them they're wrong until you show that you can win because then Mm -hmm. you don't have proof but you know it's wrong and like what that was for me was like i mean this is a little specific nerd thing but it wasn't me mad so it's just like it's your show (laughs) true true okay well to whatever viewer cares about this random interaction everyone was telling me my biggest problem versus chic is that i don't grab enough and when Mm -hmm. you grab chic as peach you get no follow-up like (laughs) i forget i get like f throw which is just like I, I just push them to the side. Down throw, I can get a non un, like I can't reaction tech chase. I have to make a hard read on their tech, maybe. Mm-hmm. And some tech ways I can't cover even if I do hard read it if I down throw. Back yeah. throw is F throw. And up throw, sometimes I can get an up air at like a weird percent and poor priority, or I can try to juggle with it, which is pretty hard because she kind of can DI straight up and then double jump, and it's hard for me to chase. Or if there's mm-hmm. a top platform, they can use it. And I was always saying that grab sucks. <laughs> and they were like, and I was like, yes, I do need to grab more because I need to play some type of mix-up, but like, it's not going to solve me the matchup. Like, that, that's not the only thing losing me this thing. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, no, well, look, you lost the Fable. That's why you don't know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, like, my gosh, yeah. You should just grab. I'm like, God, like, I, I don't, I'm not that good at fighting Sheik, but I know it's not grab. And so... <laughs> People would just bully me <laughs> every time I lost the table. All my friends, like other, all non-peach players, were just telling yeah. me some shit. I'm like, Fuck also you. your friends are stubborn as hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no offense to them, but God, like they never played peach in their fucking life. Anyway, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so salty. I was just like, dude, I like do so much innovative stuff with peach you think i wouldn't have thought that by now that grab was good come on <laughs> and then i tell them like the options that i get out of it and they're like mm, but you're not grabbing i'm like all right i'll get 10 percent. great like what well, that's not or like i get it like they are correct that grabbing is important but like <laughs> that doesn't mean that like it's like that's not the matchup um and so anyways the main story is um, I got really salty every time I lost a table. And, like, recently at a Spectrum, um, he beat me. It was last hit, and he timed me out. And I was just, like, fuming. I wanted to beat him so bad, and I tried so hard. And then I just didn't. Um, and I just went home, and I was so frustrated. And I studied so much chic. And then I played him two weeks ago at a Spectrum. I obliterated him. It was like <laughs> It was, like, a three-stock and, like, a... A JV2, and the and the JV2 was on Yoshi's, and it took six minutes. Like, dude's camping me so hard, even though yeah. I had the lead. Um, and, like, that set, like, I played it 
more intensely than I have playing like Professor Pro when I beat him. Like that is how much I cared to beat this man. Because I didn't want anyone to laugh at me anymore and say that I do this wrong or like I just need to grab or some bullshit. Like I had a lot on the plate and like I did it and I was so happy. And like when I went home, I just rewatched the set over and over. I'm like, take that, you idiot. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like that, like it all stems from losing is my main point. Like, mm-hmm. You don't, like, all the wins mean nothing if you haven't lost first, you know? Like, if I just showed up to something and all I did was beat everybody, like, that would be really boring. Like, yeah. challenge is the fun part. It's, like, the the part where you lose and then you have to reflect and work on it and then your heart starts racing because you're worried that you might drop it even though you really want it. And then when you win there, that's when your heart's just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, dude. You can't I totally get that from that way. Pretty much what you're saying is we gotta fuck up New Jersey. Yeah, fuck New Jersey. <laughs> I know. And New Jersey's big. But yeah, I know. Fuck Fable. Oh, dude, I feel that. I feel the same way. I really wanted to beat Itai, man. I really did. Yeah. Oh, man. But then when you go back, it's like, you're gonna be up three stocks to one, and you're like, not gonna crack at all, because you're just like, nope, I've lost this before. This is no joke. This guy's good. He could still beat me. That type of thing, you know? So one thing I'm, like, noticing is, like, this expectation to be, like, like, to holding yourself to, like, a higher standard as a player. And I found that to be, like, way more, like, what's the word for it? Like, better for my development than, like, trying to, like, bargain with emotions and being, like, oh, you know, like, that's okay and stuff like that. And I find that, like, so interesting because it's, like, initially it's filled, it's, like, oh, you know, like, you should be okay with losses and stuff like that. But, like, if you're trying to be, like a top player, like, any mistake, like, is it's not that it's not okay, but, like, you want to, like, eliminate those. Like, do you ever feel like that? Like, where it's, like, you stop trying to, like, bargain with, like, the emotions, but, like, sort of, like, just let yourself feel, like, annoyed after, like, a loss or, like, something like that? Yeah. No, I agree. I think, um, I used to feel like that, like, that was a big problem of mine, too, where it was, like, um, I would just tell myself it's okay to lose, it's okay to, like, I don't know, it's okay to, like, fuck up and do all this bad stuff. As long as you don't get upset and you don't get angry and stuff like that, then it's okay and all that stuff. Uh, like, the most important thing is to just be positive. But it's, like, I think uh, i actually been listening to this advice from Cheese, a speedrunner in Super Mario 64, who is, like, a known, like, rager, quote um, And he, like, he'll, like, run Mario, and he'll mess something up, and he'll, like, throw his controller, and he'll just, like, take a bunch of deep breaths, and everyone will, like, laugh at him and meme on him, and he, he hates it. But recently he got world record, and he's like, I just want to have, like, a message to all you guys who think that me throwing my controller means that, like, I'm a bad competitor or, like, I have the worst mentality ever or something, but it's, like, when you really, really care for something, there's no way in hell you're not going to feel emotion. Like, that's just, you don't really care if you don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you put all that work and time and effort and value into this thing. Like, you're going to have moments when you feel really upset. Obviously, the it's bad when it prohibits you from practicing more. So, like, if you, like, throw your controller or something like that, and then you don't, because you're so angry, you don't want to play for weeks at a time, like... That kind of sucks, but, like, for the most part, as long as you, like, you, like, um, show your anger in a healthy way. Obviously not, like, don't throw your control around people because, like, you can hurt somebody. 
Yeah. Like or don't like insult people either. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a classic. Like, keep it to yourself, but like you can release that anger and like be upset and be angry and like that is very, very natural if you really care about something, you know. Like if some if you're dating someone and they they get in a fight with you, like are you just gonna tell yourself like, oh, it's okay to be happy. Like you just need to be happy here. Like no, like you really care about that person and that's why you're sad, you know. Not because you're like unhealthy or something, you know. Yeah. Dude, I definitely feel that. Yeah, it's so weird because I find myself getting more and more annoyed. Like, even in friendlies, like, I'm sure last Wednesday you could tell, like, there were some parts where I was just like, man, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, exactly. like, it almost helps because it, like, really, I'm like, what I've noticed is, like, I just pinpoint on, like, those feelings and I'm like, what really, like, fucking annoyed me? <laughs> and, like, normally there's an answer on, like, where I can improve, like, from there. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, you use that anger, or, like, the anger is just natural to that, and then, like, you can use it to, like, work on yourself and work on these specific um, things you need to work on in your game. And then over time, like, it it all comes together, and, like, the you need those emotions to keep going, or else it's, like, why do you even show up to tournaments if you don't care, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's more of just, an, like, an extension. I love that idea of like it's just an extension of you caring about the game in just like a different format right like yeah. i think also um i think mango has said on his stream before and everyone's like oh like um when are you gonna quit melee or whatever like are you thinking about it because of this that and the other reason and he goes honestly like i'll stop caring about melee the second i lose a set and don't feel anything at all. Like, I'm totally fine with losing, and I just want to, like, go hang out, and I'm not upset and not want to, like, get better. That's when he wants to quit. And I think that's really, really a good metric, you know? Yeah, I definitely feel that. And it's hard, because it's, like, such a strong feeling that, like, it's... It, I can't even imagine a world where I'd feel nothing after a loss. Yeah, right? Like, I'll lose to hacks, even, and be like, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, god damn it. Or, like, I shouldn't have gotten bodied. Like, that should have been closer. Even yeah. If, even if it's, like, someone way better than you, like, depending on how it happened, you're just like, god damn it. Yeah. I think the only time where it's, like, acceptable is, like, where it's, like, all right, well, I got outplayed, like, the whole time. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, you could even be mad about that and be like, oh, why can't I outplay him, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I definitely feel that. One mm -hmm. thing I actually wanted to ask you, because I feel like I'm, like, the opposite from it, is, like, being an innovator in the Melee meta. Like, I know you, you, you're very, you love, like, experimenting with Peach and trying to find, like, new options with the character and stuff like that. It may be, like, and it's, I find it so cool because, like, for me, it's a lot about, like, oh, what does so-and-so do, um what do I like about it? Like, all right, let, let me steal that move and like incorporate it into my game plan. Mm -hmm. But I never, I'm like only now starting to like think like, Oh, what options do I like? Like what, what do I actually like about Fox? And are, are there any things I want to do like differently that I don't think is being done? And it's maybe hard because mm -hmm. like you could, I guess, objectively say that Fox is, do you, I mean, Fox is like a more experimented character on versus peach. Like peach is like a little bit more underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, okay, cool. I didn't want to, like, diss Peach players. I just wanted <laughs> to make sure that you agreed with it. But, right. um, 
I like it's like it's I find it so interesting and like cool that you're like an innovator to a meta versus like I feel like I'm just like copying good stuff and then it's about like building a game plan that works for me and like executing it but like you're actually like paving like you're exploring like on a unexplored like routes with peach and i wanted to like get like an idea of like how that sort of happened like where it came from or like what sort of like brought you to that conclusion yeah so i think it does start from a point of um well it's a couple things first off like you were correct about i think peach is an incredibly underdeveloped character um i think fox is way more developed like of the top tiers she's probably the least developed maybe like hmm maybe like falco a little bit like lots of falcos push buttons but a lot of them don't really understand like what what is like i guess optimal like i feel like ginger is really pushing that and like i like that a lot and like there can be there's more styles than just the ginger style and obviously mango invented a lot but like he has his own like style to it and like outside of that there's not a lot of falcos pushing it um Mm -hmm. And then I would say, hmm, Puff is a little underdeveloped because, like, the top player, Hungrybox, like, doesn't shield drop. Like, not a lot of people do reaction tech chase resting, and, like, um, they don't abuse the ledge like they could, and they don't try timeouts like they should. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I think Peach is, like, really up there in terms of, like, underdevelopment. Um, I think it's because, like, Armada's style, like, even when he picked up Fox, like, he's more of a a general game plan guy as opposed to more specifics. Like, he never, he was never good at, like, ledge dashing or shines out of shields or, like, stuff like that. You know, like, the really hard technical stuff with Fox. But what it, what he was good at was, like, like a like a general, really amazing punish game, like, a really disciplined game plan, like, that type of stuff. And, like, he, he never really went deep into the specifics. But, like, um, as a player like Weffen would, um, not that I'm saying Armada is like bad or anything, but like Armada definitely like he'll kind of just find like the the least common denominator of like what he needs to do in order to win mm-hmm. and execute that perfectly better than anybody. Um, but that leaves out like a lot of exploration to be done, and like also a lot of Peaches have tried to just be like carbon copies of Armada, and like I understand that why that's important. I mean, there's lots of foxes that are carbon copies of Weffen, right? Yeah. But it's like, um, but it's like without having multiple players of a character try different styles and you don't really like learn a lot, you know, like Weffen is a really amazing Fox, of course, but like Mango has done like a bunch of stuff that he has, he doesn't do as much. Like Mango's Fox used to be a big, like running shine aerial guy. Um, lots of, um, like short hop up airs and combos, like minimal lasers, lots of dash dancing, um, and that type of style. Um, whereas Leffen, like, he's way better with lasers, way better with platforms, like, uses wave dashes really well with, like, up tilts and down tilts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, like it's because that there are two players of a really good character with two different styles that you can learn the most from it. You know, you don't have to just be one, like Armada. And so for me, like, I was always a Peach player that, like, I mean, I liked Armada, but, like, I'm more of a Mango fan, and, like, I've mm-hmm. always liked the super fast, technical, like, combo video style play. Um, I just really like Peach. And so I tried to just, like, put tech skill into this character that most people always deemed had no tech skill, or, like, the main thing she should be doing is walling and playing slow. And, like, I agree that, like, 
I mean, I've been trying to work on my walling and playing slow a lot more these days, and I think it's amazing too. But there's a lot of specifics of Peach, especially when you play really fast, that you get that really, really help the character. And like, I don't know, it's, it's, I guess, it's like, one, I, I genuinely like exploring those options because it's like, if I just kind of look at all the things that could be done with the character, I look at the frame data, I look at like, like that's how I got to like Q dropping and double jump landing and subload up air. I'm just looking at like the frame data and like what it can do. And then I think mm -hmm. about the options. And if I think that like, first I have to learn about like what the common option is and why that's so good. And then I have to think about like, oh, well, if I want to introduce this new option, does it fit the criteria of something that would work? Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I always think it does. And I, I like a lot of my stuff. And I'm happy to say that like, I think a lot of the Peach stuff that I've pushed like has become really, really common in top Peach player meta, like Wad and Triff, like talk to me a good amount. And like, they agree that sub float up air is good. They agree that like, Double jump canceled turn up throws and neutral were amazing. Double jump landing stuff. I mean, that was kind of more trip stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Wad is really good with sub floating. And that wasn't my thing. That was more his. Um, but I was the one to use the up air. And then they agree that Q dropping is good and stuff like that. Like, I'm happy that, like, my stuff actually works out. Um, and then also for me, as, like, a last point to, like, finish that, it's just, like, for me, innovating is, like... It, ma it makes it really fun for the game, but also gives me my own, like, unique play style and my own personality. And, like, I come up with stuff that I'm proud of. Like, I'm not just trying to, like, um, just trying to, like, copy and paste somebody else's style. Not because, <laughs> like, not because I think, like, obviously Armada's style was enough to win majors and shit. But it's, like, I want to have my own identity to it. And that's what makes me more proud of my play and will make me play for longer. Like, I think even Axis said, um, like, like he's been asked like what's your main way of getting better and he's like honestly it's just to have fun because it's like if you don't have fun with the game then you're not going to be motivated to do the hard stuff like solo practice alone and do analysis and frame stuff like if you don't genuinely find the game fun or and in this case like if you don't find your own play style fun it's like how can you how can you keep going you know yeah i totally feel that and that that's really really cool and like yeah, I, I really wanted to ask that because, like, for for myself, like, I remember talking with Sammy um, a lot about it. And, like, I think there was one point where he was like, I like what you're actually doing, except for when it becomes super apparent that you're just trying to do another Fox's thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've been really, like, within the last, like, two months, like, stepping away from, like, like oh, okay, like, a Fox is just, like, spam up tilt right here or something because, like, they see Leffen do it. And obviously there's, like, way more that goes on in Leffen's mind than, like, every other fox that tries to do up tilts, right? Right, and, right. And, and I just look like, I end up looking like an idiot for it. So I've been really trying to think, like, within the last two months, like, how, how does, like, Wasabi want to play this, you know, this game? And, like, yeah. having a little more, like, confidence in the way I choose to play versus other people, I think. And I'm still trying to, like, I'm still very much, like, early on in that process. Um... And like trying to figure out a style and everything as as you know we've talked about a lot in terms of like trying to figure out like what works for me but uh yeah i always just found that cool just especially because it's like something i'm like going through right now and even if i'm not like innovating mm -hmm. it's more about like taking the options that i i think work best with like my mindset and the way i see the game and my the way like what i'm good at versus weak at mm -hmm. yeah and i think um 
Also, I think sometimes when it comes to innovation, like some people will, I don't know, try to be too specific. And I mean, I've had my bouts of like doing dumb shit. Like a lot of, oh, like I mean, like these days, like a lot of my peach stuff, like is stuff that good peaches agree is good. Like I've had a lot of like shitty innovations too, like stuff that I shouldn't have tried doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it like I think sometimes people will think of innovation. They're like. I have to create an entirely different option in order to innovate. But I think it's just like every style is is unique, you know? Like you just have to think about like what makes your unique, you know? Like what value systems you have in the game that are you think are good that still like adhere to the like the fundamentals of melee, but like it like you put your own spin on it. Like I don't know if you prefer or if you it, like you let's say you're playing mix-ups or something like that. Let's say you value like running shine more than any other option, like in terms of like grounded stuff. So let's say like run up, mm-hmm. down, run up, grab, and you like running shine the best. And then you add it to like, okay, what do you like in the air? And you're like, well, I like to do like full hop, nair, like approach the whole way and then retreat at the end. And then that's your thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, IBDW, right? Like, he's super known for being incredible at full hopping, right? And it's like, Full hopping, he didn't, like, have to go into the lab and rediscover Fox. Like, he just, like, picked an option that wasn't already there and then centered his play style around it, and that in itself is innovation. Like, when in terms of, like, peaching Q-Drop, like, that's just, like, a niche tech that, like, I happen to find, and that's, like, a, a much bigger innovation, but, like, it doesn't have to be that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can refine something, like, our motto with, like, the falling up airs. It's not like yeah. falling up air was, like, invented by him but he refined it to like you know change the whole combo tree that lots of foxes take now exactly and that's also innovation you know it doesn't have to be like you invent the thing it's just that you you like create the style around it you know Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i think that's huge yeah i definitely feel that that's yeah it's tough though it's tough to like figure out what you like or and and stuff like that. I feel like you have to play the game for a while and like experience it all to realize it. Like I realize like I suck at like like pure camping. Like I I want to be engaged and like with the opponent as much as possible in the game. Mhm. Yeah. Like yeah, and also innovation definitely is something that comes way down the line. Like once you already have your style and you understand like the basics of the game, then you innovate. Like I mean, I hope it doesn't sound rude to anyone listening, but like for me, I'm like a like a top 100 level player and stuff like that, and like I'm constant. And I like most of the people I talk to about peach stuff are like the the next two best peaches in the world. So it's mm-hmm. like those type of conversations are definitely like more about innovation than they are about like uh, like we're obviously we watch our amount of videos too, but like we're also trying to do new stuff that like like tackle stuff that that's happening in the current meta and that's something you do when you get really good um but like for for people that don't or like for people that aren't don't need to like innovate that what what like to that degree like yeah like i definitely just recommend having your own style and like being proud of it like i think that's the most important thing because like when i was shitty i everyone said even when i first started that i had a really unique peach and the reason I did that is just because, like, I had certain things I valued that happened to be uncommon. And, like, when people saw my peach, they're like, okay, that's definitely Ryobi. Because, like, even when I sucked, I, like, my favorite parts was just, like, 
moving really fast with like amazing ground movement, low low aerials, like double jump lands, like that type of stuff was in my play like three four years ago when I sucked and like um, <clears throat> and that still made me have like I didn't have to be an innovator, I just had to be like myself and like lots of people respected it and like it made me enjoy the game more. Like I actually um I had like a a very interesting conversation with someone a while back or whatever. Um mm-hmm. I was playing Crush in Bracket and um when, like I legitimately meant this. I wasn't trying to be like profound or anything. But um, yeah. I got up from the stand, I'm like, all right, good games, man. And I get up and they're like, Oh my god, dude, like crush camp the hell out of you. That sucked. That looked awful for you. And I'm like, He did? And they're like, yeah, like, did you not notice? Like, he was just running to the other side and lasering or whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't know. For me, like, I just kind of, and, like, what I told them was, like, oh, I, like, I kind of just pay attention to my own thing. And, like, what my opponent does is just, like, what they do, and I'm going to respond to it. But, like, it's more about me than it is about them. And I kind of use that philosophy in general, like, in terms of, like, people are like, oh, I hate playing melee with X player. It's so boring. I'm just like, well, I like the way that I play, and that's why I like playing every single player, because, like, when I play like myself, I'm having a good time, because I enjoy what I do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you genuinely enjoy the way you play and the way you look at the game and have fun, like, every matchup becomes fun, because it's just like you're always playing by your rules. And it, obviously, rules that have to be good in relation to Melee. Um and obviously, you can also just play by your rules and play nutty and crazy if you want to just, like, have fun, too. Like, you don't have to become best player in the world. I think having fun really is just that important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That was that was a sick, like, rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um... But yeah, I think, um... It's so interesting. I, I like, always forget, and I'm, I'm not trying to say it as, like, a quote, but, like, of, like, people my level, I would say the other person that does this is, like, Bobby Big Balls. It's just, mm-hmm. like, um, it's just, like, I don't know. I think I really do innovate a lot for my tier of player, and a lot of people associate me with, like, a very distinct style of speech, and I'm, like, really thankful that people enjoy it. And it's just, like, I don't know. I didn't realize how important it was to just, like, enjoy your play. Because it's, like, now eight years down the road, or almost eight years down the road for me, like, people that are usually eight years down the road, uh, like, other people like that, like, they're kind of bored of the game, they're not having as much fun, like, they're, they don't really see the value in it, every time they go to a tournament, they get camped by X character they don't like, and for me, it's like, I've never had more fun, because I, I keep getting better, and, like, I get to use my options in even better ways, and even more exciting ways for me, and then, like, I didn't realize that, like, long term, like, me playing like a crazy person was actually a good thing to do because now I like, I, I'm still here for the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like part of getting good is just like, yeah, like you can talk about like improvement and stuff like that, but it's just like sometimes it just feels like a marathon, right? Like you just like have to outlast people also, you know? Mm-hmm. Like people come and go, and that's unfortunate, you know, too, because like, you know, obviously you, you want to have the chance to play people that are now, like, kind of retired and, and don't really play. But, like, at the same time, like, just outlasting is, like, outlasting people and, like, having fun with the game is, like, a really underrated way to just improve in general. 
you know? Yeah. I think people get easily, their emotions with Melee get easily swayed. And so, you know, they'll, like, drop the game. And, like, if you just keep this, like, consistent love for the game and whatever that, you know, means for you, there's no way you won't improve. It's just, you know, the rate of improvement is, like, where you actually have to, like, think about it. Right, exactly. Like, you look at a player like, um, someone who's really motivating for me is uh, Dreffen. Like, yeah. He, uh, how many years has this dude been playing Melee? Like, 12 or something? And, like, did you see his interview recently when he got into Summit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was just like, oh, like, why do you play this game? He's like, honestly, it's, it's all just for self-expression, and that's it. Like, that's my that's my goal. And it's like, he's been top 50 for, like, or, well, he's been, like, top 70 for his whole life. And it's, like, and this year he's probably going to be ranked, like, I don't know, the highest he's ever been, probably. And that's, like, Without so a doubt, awesome yeah. to see. You know, and it's, like, and if you if you talk to Dreffin or, like, you see him play, like, he's always having a good time. And it's not that he's not serious. Like, he, like, looks down and, like, like slaps his leg to, like, wake himself up and, like, do a lot of things. But it's because he cares and, like, it's enjoyable for him, you know? Yeah, I remember playing with him once, and he was like, I got to figure out how to beat these young foxes <laughs> that that are so fast. And I was just like, like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Dude, and then he beats, like, KJH reverse 3-0. It's like, what the fuck? I know. It's like, so he, crazy. Like, KJH is so good versus Sheik. Like, he beats Swedish on the regular, and then, like, Dreffen beats him. It's like, what? Yeah, styles make fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. And stuff like that is so motivating. I love players like that. Like, if I think about, like, currently, like, who are my, like, melee inspirations, it's, like, people like Dreffin, um, Zane is really good. Captain Facial is a really big one for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I don't know what the general consensus is of, like, how, how important is Facial or whatever, or, like, how people view him because i know some people are just like a wobble like ground wobbling chic like that guy's so dedicated like you it's know so about hard that. to pull off yeah and like i don't even care about the options or the play style as much as i care about like how much you put into the game and how much do you care like face roll like this year like he had a weekend where like he went from work flew to chicago like one well, there yeah one there took went a flight back to back. Yeah, and then one beat, there. Yeah, beat Fiction and Lucky after beating Ginger on two red eye flights. Like, yeah, can't fuck everybody up. <laughs> but also like so much dedication, you know. Like I want to be like that, or like I try to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. That's so so inspiring. And like that's that's always just the try the style I try to embody. It's like every time I go to a tournament, I'm trying to like embrace the the good about melee and like not as like a mentality positivity but as like a community and game positivity like i always try to tell myself how much i love the game how much i love being here how much i love going to tournaments and obviously i'm gonna get sad about wins and losses but like just like really embracing the game and the competition itself like makes me want to play that much more you know yeah i definitely feel that like a lot of the players i look up to i notice end up being like the adult players like like um or, like, the ones that have been just there for the long, like, that have just been there for, like, the long haul, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, Rishi and, and Ginger and yeah. and those guys. I really like because, like, you know, I'm, like, 25, like, so, I, and I've only been playing for, like, 
four years. I guess I'm almost mm-hmm. hitting five, like so I'm at like four and a half now. Mm-hmm. But like I really want to like keep the improvement that I, I am and I think I can, but I also like I feel like there's been a lot of cases where um you know, a lot of people they were good and then they got a job and then they kept on playing or they or they stopped playing. Like that's why I think Richie's so cool mm-hmm. is because he keeps up a job and like plays ultimate and plays melee and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And but I definitely wanna like the I guess the one thing I view myself as like trying to trailblaze is like the you started in college, you kept it up, you know, you lived the life, you know, you had to you know, did you know, got a job, had a girlfriend, like have like a very much like an active social life outside of melee but like still can like improve and and you know crack whatever pr top 100 or you know really see how far this can get you while still being like in a balanced sort of life Mm -hmm. yeah that stuff is so motivating for me too even as like a, a young guy who's still in college like i still got like two years to really like um yeah but you have like, two jobs too, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that too. Like I, I fucking um, yeah, that stuff is super hard too. Like I, I also have a lot of stuff going on, and college isn't easy, especially since yeah. like there's no tournaments here, so I travel. But like um, it's definitely actually I don't know. It's it's debatably easier than being an adult. It depends on like your responsibilities. It's really not about the age as much as like the time you have, because you yeah, can have exactly. an adult job that like just happens to work around melee schedules and if you don't have take-home stuff or like a girlfriend or stuff like that like could be easy as opposed to some people in college like if they're doing college and an internship and a job like they're probably having it a little harder it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to say but most importantly like watching someone with lots of responsibilities still do well is so huge like yeah rishi is like such a big example to me too like yeah like i don't know how like he works like a really difficult job like i think he works like 40 50 hours a week and like mm-hmm. um he's trying to play two games and make content and like all this stuff and like that's what i hope to be when i like get older and stuff it's just like i go to my job i obviously put in the work there and then when i come home like i still have time to like compete and do things i enjoy even the ones that are difficult because i think like most mm-hmm. adult life is like you go to your job and it's really really hard to maintain something that's not just leisurely because mm-hmm. you're just so exhausted from your job and like you have other responsibilities and most people like when they get home they just like m- like eat some food crack open a beer and watch tv and that's the classic but like i don't want to do that like i like i try to watch tv these days and it's still hard for me like i can't sit down to relax i always need to be like working on something and it's like that's what is fun for me so like i hope i still have that same motivation to play melee down the line even if like I don't know, there's only 200 entrant majors, and it's, like, super far. Like, I want to still go to those. Yeah, like, I love the Monday night, like, telling my coworkers, like, yeah, I'm, like, heading out to, like, go to fucking New Jersey. <laughs> so I'm going to get yeah. back at, like, one at best. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, what? What do you mean? And they're yeah. like, yeah, I, like, compete in this thing. And it's like, I don't know, it's so cool. And even if Melee dies or something, like, I would fucking... I mean, Melee isn't in a place to die, and I don't think it will die for a long time. Like, in the event it does, like, I would just play, like, I don't know, Dragon, uh, DBFZ or something. Yeah, I think I'd go Eunice or Street Fighter. Yeah, Eunice is cool, too. Yeah. I think, like, a big thing is, like, also, like, the fact that, like, Rishi, uh, like, has improved while having a job. Because I feel like a lot of it's, like, a lot of players, like, maintain being good while having a job. Like, you see that with, like, Shroomed and, and stuff like that. But, like, 
to improve and like improve at a fast that means like improving faster than other people i think is something that i really really um admire and like yeah. i want to show that it like can be done from like zero to 100 like that yeah. you don't need to be playing like since you were in high school or anything mm-hmm. yeah i super agree i love i love those stories like um I mean that happens in other games too. Like I think Tokido is really cool, and yeah. oh, Daigo, of course. Daigo Nemo from Street Fighter also does it too, where he does red eye flights and stuff. I think also like, I think the future of melee, and we'll probably just end on on this, is like, it's, it's having melee be an important part of your life, and like mm-hmm. it being important in conjunction with everything else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I think a lot before it was like. You committed to melee 100%, but like as people grow older, as like the demographic of competitors for melee grow older, it's it's more about figuring out like how can I be as dedicated, in what ways can I be smarter and work harder mm-hmm. while still living a life outside. Yeah, exactly. And I think like like I think it's so so capable. Like I don't think I don't even think that playing like 10 hours a day is healthy to begin with. You know, like all that time like. It's more about like how how good is your time spent. Like I think you can become best in the world at something by doing it three four hours every day or something like that, and that's doable for a full time job. And like, and even if like you have less than that, like just like keep keep at it because like competing is fun and not letting the idea of like oh I don't have the time to do this, therefore like I shouldn't um, continue. And like a tiny like side note that i hope doesn't take too long um i feel like this type of culture is, is seen in a lot of our players and especially something i read recently that reminded me of is a uh, dark tooth mm-hmm. like i don't know if you read that post but he basically, i did yeah yeah he basically just said like he was really really busy with stuff and because of that he doesn't want to like compete anymore because he doesn't see that he can push his potential and like no no shade at Rosie. Like, he needs to do what he sees as best. But I do yeah. think, like... And I'm sure he'll be an amazing teacher. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he's yeah. an incredibly successful dude. And I think um, I think that the way he worded it and, like, how he was feeling, I do think is part of the culture of Melee, where it's, like, if you don't play this many hours or, like, 10 billion hours a week or something like that, like, then you aren't... You're, there's no chance of you being good. And I feel like that's kind of why he quit. Mm-hmm. and like i just saw that as like a damn like people really do feel this like once you get a full-time job like it might some people might think it's more embarrassing to be washed up than it is to be like still kicking while playing not as much you know yeah exactly and i think it's like dude i, I feel the same way like it's it's it can be done it's just like it's just the rate but you know again it's like a marathon not a not a sprint sometimes Right. Because life exactly. is important, and not everyone can dedicate full-time Smash, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. everyone can get good. Right. Exactly. And it's like, if someone... I don't know, if you... And, like, at the end of the day, like, Melee shouldn't be about, like, my ultimate goal is number one. You know? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, everyone has their own different goals. But at least for me, it's just, like, competing, having a good time, while also improving and demonstrating my work ethic and my composure and my my skills and like like winning is cool and awesome but like I like the whole process way more like genuinely and like or at least like yeah maybe I 
I, I'll, I'll be real. I don't like solo practice as much. <laughs> or like, like, I don't find super genuine enjoyment in that. But I don't think I've ever been to a tournament where I'm like, I'm bored. I wish I was somewhere else, you know? Like, my favorite place to be, no matter what the circumstance, is in a bracket. And, like, as long as that is true, like, I don't want to stop competing. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, that's a big fear of mine is, like, will there be a job that forces me out of Melee? Like, I, I got just accepted a new job offer that will be starting in two weeks. And, like, that's mm -hmm. definitely a fear of mine. But I think I got to, like, know that, like, there's no way in hell I'll let that happen either. And maybe, like, some my schedule might change a bit. But Melee is always going to be just, like, something that takes priority in my life. Yeah, exactly. I think that's how it should be set up. Like, even if it's not Melee, like, for anybody... Like, they're, the things that they genuinely have the most fun doing should find some priority in their life. Even if, like, obviously we can't speak for people who work even more than the average amount of hours or something. Like, it's really hard to keep up, but, like, it really gets you going through the day if you still do your favorite thing, you know? Yeah, I think something my professor told me and, um, and, uh, was that, you know, you want to do stuff in life that gives you energy back. Because it's not like things in life don't take away your energy. So you want to make sure the stuff that you do gives you the same energy back so you can keep doing it. And like even though like the tournaments and the stuff, like the train rides are long and hard and dark and cold sometimes, like it's like it gives you the energy back and it like recharges you in a way. Yeah, yeah, like emotionally recharges you, you know? Oh, man, dude. Well, dude... Unfortunately, I have to head out, but dude, thank you yeah. so much for, you know, coming on and, and talking. This was, like, so fun. Dude, I'm glad sure. we finally got to record, like, one of our conversations. Yeah, for the viewers that are going to see this, me and Will talk like this all the time. <laughs> or, like, obviously we did it more structured, but, like, yeah, like, these type of conversations are awesome. And it's, like, especially after, um, I mean, we usually do it, like, post-tournament and, like, well, after doing after a long tournament and thing like after you're like you're feeling sad or something or like you're just kind of exhausted like refreshing like your goals and your values and having a conversation like this is just like oh, okay I I've had enough being sad I've had enough being I don't know not myself it's time to just get up and go do the stuff I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Well, I'll talk to you at fucking shine, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Alright, cool. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Yeah, talk to you later. Peace. Bye.